Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 3. If you're new to the show, this is an excellent entry point. In Season 1, we started by saving a small town of Phandalin. In Season 2, we dove into the Underdark and released some demon lords. Now in Season 3, we've climbed out into the surface. Join us as we wrap up the story of Victor, Tiri, Mandolin, and Vladislav. Our story began with Victor Sinclair and Grit Tough and Stuff. Along the way of saving Fanolin from bandits and the forces of the Black Spider, Victor befriended and took under his wing a goblin named Twix. Twix slayed the King of Goblins, a dragon, and the Black Spider himself. Though his apparent darker forces were lurking in the world. Drow raids and sightings of demons began cropping up all over Faerun. Grit and Victor fought these forces head-on and were captured by the drow. It was here they met the curious and lore-hungry Matilda. After escaping their prison, they ventured to find a way out to the surface world. During this dark adventure, Grit came across a mysterious contraption that zapped him away and in his place was Vladislav, a tiefling seemingly always on vacation. This is also the exact moment they met Tiri, a sun elf paladin on a mission from Paylor. Together, they found that demon lords had been let loose, and its chaos and destruction threatened to overtake the Underdark. Join us as we figure out the hell are they going to do now. Welcome, everybody, to Season 3. Woo! Where I finally get to kill you. Wait, what? What? No? Good luck. You okay, can try. We'll you can certainly try. We'll see. Let's actually go around the table, and how about everybody introduce themselves? Yeah, I'll start. So I'm Jenny Ray. I play Tyria Lidwin, a uh, Sun Elf Paladin of Pelor, and I like to hashtag spread sunshine. All right. With the power of your might. Pretty much. Well, that and a badass sword. And a badass sword. You always... Always a crowd favorite. Big, powerful sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and your delightful disposition, of course. I mean, I'm pretty charismatic. There you go. <laughs> uh, my name is Miranda Pettigrew. I am playing the character of Matilda Beckett. She is a human wizard um, who's a little crazy, power hungry, grave robber. She's a she's a hoot. She's ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She is ambitious. And delightful. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. Terry's um, had a good time being becoming friends with her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's uh, on a quest to um, find the legendary library of Graven Hollow and uh, all the secrets contained therein. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Chris McDaniel, mm-hmm. and I am playing the tiefling sorcerer Vladislav. Uh, he's just here for a good time. You know, he's uh, all about making people feel good and comfortable, and he's made some friends along the way, and his vacation continues into the uh, city of Mistport, which he's heard so much about. Excellent. Hashtag butterflies. Hashtag butterflies. <laughs> Butterfly magic. Mm-hmm. Hey. Who are you and why are you here? Mm, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Adam Jones. I play the human cleric Victor Sinclair. I have uh, been trapped in the Underdark for a very long time and am finally on my way home back to my city of Mistport that is uh, ruled by my older brother, the Count, and I'm looking forward to some good old-fashioned biscuits and gravy. Uh, hashtag, I declare. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is James Stiver. I am the simple dungeon master. Hashtag, I want to kill you. Mm-hmm. What's Matilda's hashtag? Fireball. Burn. Yeah, <laughs> burn. Hashtag secrets. Secrets. <laughs> Secret burns. Yeah. Um, so right. we went over on us. Who else is in the party? Because we got some NPC stragglers. All right. We're going to paint the scene. You guys are on the on the road to Missport. You're coming up to it pretty close. You can start seeing the outline of the, uh, of the Grand Castle of Missport. Uh, you're not quite there yet. Let's go around and tell you who's there. First and foremost, you have Twix. Our listeners may remember him from season one. He made a very brief appearance in season two in order to kill the big bad like he normally does. Mm. But he is a gentleman goblin apprentice. Hero. Yes. And hero. And dragon slayer. And slayer, slayer. of most things evil. 
is uh, Victor's Gentleman Apprentice. He is uh, Victor's Gentleman Apprentice. He is uh, right now. You have you have about three wagons on a on a in a straight line. He is on the front of one of the in the very front of the very front wagon, being a leader of, among men. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, next to him is Franklin Devereaux, who is Victor's bestie mm-hmm. with a testy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that uh, makes sense. Checks yeah. out, right? <laughs> <laughs> remind our listeners. Remind our listeners, Adam. Franklin has always been his childhood friend, mm-hmm. and Correct. so uh, Franklin is Victor Sinclair's childhood friend, all around in the noble courts. Just not really. A, he's a noble, sure, because he's just hanging out with you mm-hmm. a whole lot. Right. But right. Uh, he's a he's a lord. He's a lord. That's right. uh, also has the most magnificent hair in all the land. His his hair is uh, plus one hair, mm-hmm. if you can remember from the last. He uh, dipped his hair into some magical flame. Yeah, some that's time canon. Ago. Yeah. That is absolute canon. Franklin is right there next to Twix with his magical shiny hair, and it is gorgeous. Men, women, races of all kinds uh, can't help but just kind of look at it and just be amazed. If you remember from season one, we also had Thad, who is a, a bugbear. And he actually came along for the trip, too. Nice. So there is Thad. He's uh, become somewhat of a chef. And you guys have been traveling along this trail now, getting back to Mistport for about a month. Month and a, about a month to two months. I'm trying to think about going the length of Faerun, how long that would take. Yeah, it'd take a hot minute. It would take a long time. So we're just going to say it takes like a couple of months. So as you guys have been breaking well, for on. camp. Oh. Hold on. So. What about uh, what about Matilda's super hot boyfriend? Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. So I was just going to go a little bit more into Thad before oh. I get to the super oh, hot sorry. boyfriend. So Thad I... has been your your uh, bugbear chef, mm-hmm. and he has been making some fine misport food, along with his fine bugbear food. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what Thad's been doing for you. He's also good muscle. Along the ride is also Sarah, who is uh, uh, Matilda's lover, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's out in the open now. No, no sense hiding it. Yeah. He's uh, at this point. He's gotten uh, like I don't know a plus two of cool because he's got like oh, yeah. the uh, he's got like a leather jacket. He's got his goggles on. You guys were able to find some goggles. There's plenty of towns along the way you could have been able to get him uh, goggles that help him out with seeing in the sunlight because uh, Sarath is a dark elf mm-hmm. that helps you guys out in your uh, prison break mm-hmm. in the underdark and helped you guys escape the underdark. He is now. He's now all about you guys. He's loyal. He loves you all, especially Matilda. Oh, yeah. There's also Prince Darendel, mm-hmm. who has decided to come along with you, and he is excited about getting back to his uh, noble roots, perhaps. He's there as well. And Prince Darendel is a Qui-Goth, which looks a bit like a small Yeti. So curious. So we've been out of the Underdark for a month now, so there's been no change in Darendel's appearance or his attitude since we've been out. It seems like he's still Darendel now. Every so often he does, like, go Qui-Goth, full kitty mode. But uh, he hasn't really been erratic. But definitely a change. There no, is, he's it, always he, gone occasionally. He's gone occasionally feral. erratic. Whenever, Especially, he goes feral whenever you guys have been fighting. He'll, he'll definitely go feral. Okay. But for the most part, when you're just talking casually, he's, he's fine. But when things really excite him, he seems to go feral. And don't pull out a ball of string. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I a think, mistake you only make once. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think we gave him the characteristic that he's basically a giant cat man. Along, too, you have uh, the uh, Twix Team Six, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is the uh, goblins and a, and a couple of mages. you got a couple of warriors that came out. This was the entire search party that the Count handpicked to come and find Victor. Going back to uh, Daredevil for just a second, yeah. I imagine in this month we would have passed through a town, and Tiri would have, as a gift for his help, picked up his own hairbrush because she's tired of pulling his fur out of hers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so he does have like a, ooh, uh, he has like a holstered on the side. Yep. Like it's like I said, you guys have swords. Yep. He has claws. He doesn't need a sword. Right, so he has a hairbrush. But he has like a, a, a nice golden hairbrush mm-hmm. that is just uh, shining in the, in the light. Nice. Um, he is also super sensitive to light, so he probably has goggles on it. Like but a uh, nice hood for all the underdwellers. And... Yeah, he has like a nice hood. He has. Uh, he definitely wanted some clothes, street clothes. He doesn't want people to see him as a as a Qui Gon. See yeah, now, would he have on a hood, or would he have on 
a, a nice wide-brimmed hat, possibly with a feather in it. <laughs> oh, the I want the hat. It is canon. Yeah. He is wearing yeah. a wide-brimmed hat, hat with oh, the yeah. uh, feather in it, claiming mm-hmm. this is a uh, this is close to what he would have. Uh, this is what I would have. I would have worn this, yes, in the noble events of uh, elven kind. Tiri just keeps her mouth shut to that remark. She's she's gonna go with it. She's mm-hmm. just gonna indulge his little fantasy that she thinks is complete and utter bullshit. Because yeah. as an elf it, it, with a noble family, she mm-mm, this guy is. Well, let's make the first. Uh, let's let's go ahead and make the first uh, roll of the game. And why don't you roll for bullshit? Some insight, because you failed your rolls for bullshit before. I have. So let's do another one. An insight in for uh, Darendel. For Darendel, his past. <laughs> Never gonna know. That's uh, a good start. <laughs> no, that's an eight. An eight. <laughs> you know what? Still up in the air. Yeah. I mean, it sounds a little weird because it feels like he's making stuff up as he goes. Like when he finds a nice hat. Of course, this was the noble hat he'd always tried to wear. But he's well, got. Him, he's put himself together. Family pretty nice. with her family. Like she has other siblings, who who deal with all of that. Like mm-hmm. she went ahead and and took her oath. And, and left to uh, deal with, she, she has a secret she's trying to quell. Mm-hmm. And so she wouldn't have spent no. any time in court unless she had to. Right. And, you know, the prince of a different kingdom can right. pretty much wear whatever the Melly wants. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. He fought alongside, uh, against the horrors of the underdog. He can be a noble if he wants. Mm. We'll make yes, him an embassy yes, yes. in Mistport. It'll be fine. <laughs> Of course, of course. I would love to have an embassy in Missport. We we had always wanted an embassy in Missport, you see, but we never were able to travel out that far. Mm. Well, it's about mm. to be your lucky day. <laughs> so as you were gonna say crest the little hill and you see the glory that is Missport shining in the sunlight. I'm just gonna stop my horse for a few moments and uh, take in the picture. Mm. Victor, this is beautiful. Thank you. It is home, and it's good to be home. I have missed this. Welcome, everyone, to Missport. Thanks. Missport, of course, has a gate surrounding Missport proper. There's a large center castle. Think of it like a, the magical king, Magic Kingdom type of castle. It's only bigger. It's Beauty and the Beast, not Cinderella. Beauty and the Beast, not Cinderella. Vladislav yeah, is wide-eyed mm-hmm. at this. There are some, uh, there's smoke coming from smokestacks from different houses. There are large, grand-looking houses. Think Savannah, Georgia-type houses. Historic, old, rustic, southern. Yeah, cobblestone walkways, all that kind of stuff. Spanish moss. Spanish moss Mm -hmm. everywhere, where it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Victor, you remember this fondly, but what you don't remember are all the tents and tents of people now outside the castle walls. There are just tents of people. It's like a community that's, and it's, and it's circling around the castle walls. Mistport is a port town, obviously, so there is a port, and you do see the sea going out from uh, Mistport, and some nice-looking ships coming into the dock. Mr. Devereaux. Why, yes, Victor. Are we housing refugees? Franklin... Looks, he's silent, but at a moment, he said, there were not this many when I left, but yes. Where are they coming from? Small towns that have been burned by the, the drow or, the, or the, the demons that have been coming out. I see. I didn't realize our presence had been so widespread. Very widespread. But when I left, there were not this many refugees. This is a, by the way, a city all to itself now. These refugees. The whole tent city. The whole mm-hmm. tent cities. Mm-hmm. Like, Mattel oh, well. stops wagging. It's just because he was because Vladislav was happy, and now he's like, this guy got serious. How when you left? How were our food stores? Vladislav the concerned. As you would expect from Missport, obviously food's one of the number one things that we take pride in. Everyone is well fed in Missport. That is by declaration of law. Sure. I do not know if we have the the infrastructure for this. When I left, we felt like we had enough infrastructure for some refugees, but this is something else. I'm sure there are plans in motion. We'll just have to make sure they're properly in motion. But on to business, homecoming. There is a trail that leads right up to the front gate of the the Mistport Castle, like, or or the the Mistport Walls. 
for Miss Poor Proper. No, look over to Victor. Victor, I notice there's no. I have not noticed anyone else like me here. Will this be all right? Let us love. I've never met anyone like you, but <laughs> I imagine it'll be just fine. As you say. And we'll keep going. Mm-hmm. Now, at a certain point, Twix looks over at Matilda and everyone and shouts out that, uh, you know, don't worry about Sarah. I know everyone's a little edgy about the drow right now, but. He is in good company. Yeah, it probably doesn't help that we're still riding a giant spider. (laughs) We look a little weird, that's true, but... uh, But you're a goblin, so... But here in Mistport, we welcome good people. Would there have been additional horses? Are we arriving on a horseback in addition to the wagons? There are some horses, but the spiders you were able to keep, they are definitely there riding alongside you. If you're riding on a spider, you can be. Yeah, it was just just her spider. It was just her. Everybody else went back. If that's not true, then you guys lost a couple spiders along the way. But (laughs) Matilda uh, has her spider and probably uh, Sarath riding with her on her giant spider. Mm -hmm. We would have been able to pick her horses really anywhere. Like some kind of weird source and sorcery movie from the from the eighties, mm-hmm. like a yeah, yeah. That's Matilda and her dude. Yep. All right. So <laughs> beautiful. As I approach the gates, I won't stop. I will lower my staff down to the ground and uh, strike it, and, uh, and uh, creating a large clap of thunder. Mm. Everyone stops what they're doing. The guards look at you and all. I'll boom my voice and say, I'm Lord Victor Sinclair, and I have returned. Butterflies. You hear. Butterflies uh, behind him. Yeah, butterflies, everything. Uh, Everyone that's in the refugee camps are all looking at you, and they are, like, wide-eyed. The guards that are there posted up frantically start open, like, like, knock on the door or whatever. You hear it. Oh, it's good to be home. Miss Port's Honorable Son has arrived! Miss Port's Honorable Son has arrived! That's what you're hearing. And the gates start opening up mechanically. These are nice, thick, heavy gate walls. And you see that Miss Port has a, just a touch of, not steampunk, but just a touch of... Uh, where it makes sense, some some technology, Just like little bits of higher technology, little bit little bits of higher technology. Probably Vladislav has never seen. Definitely, I don't think Tiri or Matilda's ever seen. Matilda, I think Matilda's visited this. Before. Oh, that's right. Matilda has yeah. visited before, so she's mm-hmm. seen this before. Yeah. So the walls slowly open up. You see a royal escort. The royal Misport guards have now a legion and a line. One man in the front takes off his hat, his uh, his big thick helmet takes it off, steps aside, and just waves you in. I'll stop and shake his hand along the way. Lord Victor Sinclair, it is nice to see you. It is nice to be seen. I'm sure your brother will be very happy about your arrival. I certainly hope so. It'd be awkward <laughs> if he wasn't. But I'll uh, proceed down the way. The city way. is yours as always, Lord. Ever so kind. And, uh, anyone who's around, I'll, I'll, I'll just do wave. There is now starting to become a bit of a parade as the horns for the most honorable son of Mistport has arriving, and people are starting to walk out into the streets and just starting to clap. Everybody lining up, making like the little yeah, they're they're making the little thing. Um, they're making like just a little path for you wherever you want to go. But at this point, you go where you want. So I know when I do that, I'm going to motion to Vladislav, and I'm going to motion to Sarath to join me on either side, because mm. I want them to be seen with me as I uh, move along. It's going to smile, rolling charisma checks. <laughs> roll me way. a charisma check, and uh, Matilda, can you roll me a charisma check for Sarath to kind of... Uh, sure. I know he's going to do his best, I just want to... Uh, Would this be any oh, sort of straight charisma good. check, or maybe persuade? <laughs> Try persuasion, you're trying uh, to persuade the crowd. 23. 23? Okay. Can he have advantage because he's standing next to Victor? <laughs> yes, I will allow it. Oh, oh good. Chris. Uh, well, it was a little better. Nine to... this time. Uh, First time was a six. <laughs> you get the impression that even though the drow is not in chains, mm-hmm. they're not sure why the drow's in your party, but they do know Lord Victor Sinclair has this under control. But no one's yeah. happy to see the drow right now running through yeah. the their city, city streets. Now, as far as uh, Vladislav, you are a wonder. People don't normally see tieflings in this port. Yeah, you're new. You're exciting. And you're probably doing... And I'm beautiful. Your, you're beautiful. People are curious. And 
smiling. I'll take no I'll take notice and like when I walk by people I'll just like swish my tail back and forth like swish swish. Mm. A couple people go swish swish. <laughs> Did the Colgate smile back at him? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll uh, proceed to the castle. You proceed on to the castle where the royal guard um, has definitely been your escort through the streets. Your perception is high enough. You do notice that things are different in Mistport. Obviously with the refugees, things are definitely downtrodden. It seems like, not that there were like homeless or anything like that, but it seems like every able-bodied person is doing something. And while they all stopped to clap for you because you were definitely a big deal and it was a big deal that you were missing, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. That's just a general vague that your perception is allowing you to do because you just have such a high perception. Sure. At the gates of this uh, this beautiful castle, you see a man in a majestic white horse, and you recognize him as your brother. As soon as the gates to the uh, castle open up, he takes off his helmet, because now he's in his full regalia. He takes off his helmet, and he smiles big. My brother, <laughs> it is so good to see you. I'm just going to jump off my horse and run over to him. He jumps off his horse. <laughs> he uh, tosses his helmet over at a, at a servant. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and he gives you like the, he gives you a nice solid handshake. and then Handshake he, and then pull it into a hug. And then pull it into a yeah. hug. His voice cracks as you select. Um, I, words cannot describe, dear brother, how happy I am to see you. Very much the same, brother. It was, uh... With these trying times, I I definitely need you by Mistport's side. Many good people were lost as of late. I'm very pleased that neither of us were one of them just yet. He, he looks over at everyone casually, but he looks at you, he's like, not just Mistport, me. Likewise. I'm glad to have you back by my side, dear brother. Likewise. So good to see you. It Come. has been a long journey coming. I can only imagine. And, uh, you and your friends... These are your friends, are they not? Yes, please. Uh, welcome. These uh, dear associates I've made along my uh, harrowing journey. Let me start with uh, the enigmatic Matilda. Hi. Why, hello there, good lady Matilda. Nice she to meet you. Welcome to an, our good city. She is an arcanist of some sort. Oh. Very secretive, but uh, very talented from what I've seen. It's par for the course for uh, arcanists. They are <laughs> mainly secretive. Well, you know. But I like them all the same. Thanks. Thank you for helping my dear brother out. Absolutely. And this is the fine lady Tira. She is a valiant and stalwart paladin. He already went over, by the way, and he kissed your hand oh. as he did that. And he comes over to Tyrion and he kisses your hand and he goes, Yes, very beautiful indeed. Yeah. Love to have someone from the light in our city. We could definitely need it these times. Thank you for the warm welcome. Oh, this is Vladislav. I don't know what his deal is, but he is an excellent companion. And wow. but, but as you come over, Vladislav is confused. He holds out his hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jacob looks at uh, looks at your hand, and um, it is wonderful to meet you. Well, I guess I guess. All right, and he kisses your hand. <laughs> sweet, Vladislav, sweet. was it? Where do you hail from? Oh, that's a one that that's a wonderful story. I was at bar before I met your brother. Can we hurry this story up? I've really got to get with my it's brother. It's really bad that it was in the other realm. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. But, uh, oh, a, we know all about shenanigans. But there's just a couple more of, of uh, import. Uh, the fur one over there, that's Derendel. Uh Very complex story. We'll have to do a full debrief later. But right, uh, he is definitely, uh, claims to be uh, a prince of a foreign land and also an elf that's been transformed. We'll talk about it later, uh, but I would like at some point uh, him to be taken care of because he is a worthy companion. All you had to Dar- do was say it and it'll be done. Darendel, come meet my brother. Mm. Darendel comes over. Oh, yes, it is so good to see you, Count. Ah, and he, and he does a very stylish bow and he, and he does his hand in a, like, you know, the, that flappy motion. So good to be be here in front of such royalty. Oh my, that's what Jacob says. <laughs> you certainly are noble. And uh, as Darendel stands back up, Jacob uh, takes his hand like he did um, Victor and he shakes it and then pulls him in for a bit of a pat. Now also quite importantly, I must uh, declare up front that none of us would have survived any of our journeys were it not for the compassion and heroism of this fellow here. His name is Sereth. Sarah, um, kind of looking down at his feet a little bit, but he's gained a lot of confidence over the over the time. So he actually he walks up, he like steals himself. He walks up in front of Jacob. 
and he um, he holds out his hand, and and Jacob uh, looks at him, and he goes, words cannot describe the thankfulness I have for you. You help my brother out. You help these companions out. You are welcome here, Sarath. Pat Sarath on the back. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and uh, he uh, goes over and he shakes sol- uh, Sarah's hand solidly. You have a home here, Miss Boy, Sir Sarath. All right, now that introductions are out of the way. Did he just get knighted? <laughs> oh, you're all knighted. <laughs> you want a knight? Anybody else want to be a knight? Who <laughs> wants to be a knight? Well, all right, after, after that, that um, Matilda's going to I already called Sarah you thing. ladies. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't get to call you sir, but you are certainly a sir while you are here, Miss Boy. I appreciate that. Congratulations. Everyone gets a title. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now I think mint juleps are in order. Uh, already had the servants making them. To the garden, or would you like to go to the hall? Oh. I think it's not too much trouble. I'd like Hmm. to maybe go and change. Certainly, perhaps a brief recess while we all get in order. Sounds good. Gives us a chance to catch up, just you and me. Everybody, there are servants. They they will help you however you want to be helped. There are definitely some... Uh, we have some rooms available here at the palace for any of you. Yes, I would would enjoy a bath. It has been a long time. Same. Oh, you're not just going to prestidigitate yourself clean this time? There's also a relaxation portion of it. Oh, okay. I can't not prestidigitate myself in a big thing of what. All right. Before everybody breaks, I'm just going to go up to all of the uh, wait staff and mm-hmm. shake their hands, pat them on the shoulder, and thank them for their service. Mm-hmm. They are lined up um, like their own little military, and they are there waiting on your every becking call. These are these are wait staffs that you recognize because they have been there mm-hmm. the entire time. Right. So they are, they are being stoic. They are being uh, nice and proper, but they are definitely smiling and glad that you're there, because you're one of the nicer. And as, as we're dispersing, I'm gonna make sure I go in front of Jacob and bow and just thank you for your hospitality and the warm welcome. Again, without your help, I don't know if you could, with my dear brother, would have survived all this mess, right? As an absolute fact. All right then. Knowing that that introduction was a little stressful for Sarah, mm-hmm. Matilda just walks up to him and gives his hand a squeeze. Mm-hmm. Sarah uh, squeezes, <laughs> yeah. She can be sweet, sometimes. And uh, he kind of whispers in your ear, what is a sir? Uh, it's complicated. It's a, is it good? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Sir Sarah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, it's titles and knighted chivalry social stuff. Complex, kind of dumb, but good. Terry okay. will uh, draw her sword, the mm-hmm. Lightbringer, light it up, give a salute to uh, Jacob, uh. resheath it, and uh, as she swings by, she's going to take um, Darendel and the crook of one arm and Vladislav in the other. <laughs> right, come in, you two. Let's go get cleaned up. Is this the scene from the Wizards of Oz? When Wizard of Oz <laughs> when <laughs> Maybe not with as much skipping, but... but Lady of the Light, I appreciate everything you have done. We'll have a proper ceremony for your ladyship and your sirship. Excellent. He's just smiling. He doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Come on, you two. Let's give them a moment together. And uh, as everyone goes off, maybe with a servant, maybe picks out a room in the, in the, in the palace, I just let you know everything is beautiful. It is exquisite. There's a lot of golds. There's a lot of uh, brass and gold kind of uh, motif going on. Everything is big and grand, and there are definitely uh, there are definitely foodstuffs everywhere, like fruits and places. But there's also a uh, in the palace proper. There's definitely a, a chef on duty at all times, and the the smell of fried foods kind of waft through as you walk by a dining hall area. Uh, once in her room, Tiri's going to take a few moments to, you know, take off all the armor and put it away neatly. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll change into uh, gowns that either she has packed or I'm sure there's... she has a gown packed. A she, gown, or there's probably... There are, if you open, in every one of your rooms, which by the way, uh, roll me, everyone roll me a d4. Two. Two. Okay. Two. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> I was going to say, anyone who rolled a two has a picture of Victor Sinclair <laughs> and Franklin. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, that's amazing. There are, there are paintings of royals all over the place, mm-hmm. but just so happens, I guess, in every one of your rooms is a painting of Victor Sinclair. Oh, 
one of his favorites, where it's him and uh, is, is it a little a young, younger. Oh, it's is a, young, a young Victor. It's a young Victor, uh-huh. um, based on a hunting trip with uh, Franklin. They have like their own like. Well, little... it's not all the same painting, right? No, I guess uh, you can have a Variations. hunting picture. Yeah. All right. What kind of picture do you want in your room of you? Oh, oh, a, a young me and my very first portrait, my first plate mail. <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's just maybe a little oversized for me at the yeah. time, and I'm standing so proud. Yeah. All right, so there's a picture of Victor, like a painting of Victor doing that. What do you want? What kind of painting do you want? Baby Victor. Baby Victor? Like, uh, like, like Mama clothes. Sinclair, just like... And, and oh, like, with like a, with just uh, like a very, very young Jacob standing off to the side. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, I love yeah, to see very like, young Jacob off like to the side. He's got like a little mustache that's the same shape of the mustache he has currently. Yeah. <laughs> Terry's is uh, it's a painting of him on, on horseback. All right. Oh, nice. Outdoors. Oh. Like maybe a teenage one or yeah, like, okay. yeah, like late teens. Late teens. Yeah. Nice. Like I got my first car, Dad. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> much, very much. The horse is, yeah. you know, like very impatient. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, but after uh, yeah, a bath in your rooms first. and everybody in your rooms, by the way, um, the bathrooms, by the way, huge claw like claw tub. foot tubs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Terry's gonna completely uh, hair washed, dried, brushed, and she'll put it up in the most intricate braids possible. Just pile it on top mm-hmm. of her head, extra fancy, pretty. Yeah, a servant does come by, knock on the door, and ask if you would like, if you need help with anything. Yeah, yeah, and she'll get their assistance yeah. and to put it up into. And then the a style. team of hairdressers come in Absolutely. and just start working, working on your <laughs> mani pedi, all that stuff. Just start going to town. Um, and, in, and, and in each one of your closets, there, is, there are fineries of all sorts. Men's clothes, women's clothes, androgynous clothes. And after that's finished and she's almost ready to rejoin everyone downstairs, she's going to pull out uh, ink and parchment and address two letters, mm-hmm. one to her father mm-hmm. and one to someone that our listeners may remember, uh, Lindor Bayless. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindor from our from our side quest. From our very side first quest. quest. Side quest yeah. yeah, very first side quest. Uh, the letter to Lindor will be short and sweet, indicating. Well, she indicates to both that she's back topside, mm. but there will be tension in both for reasons. Um, but she will uh, send the. She'll put her wax seal on it and send those to. You're give sending those secret, to... secretive letters off to family members. Yes. All right. With your house seal on it. Yes. Or clan seal. I don't know. Yeah. Elven seal. Yeah, she's got a signet ring. Okay. Her family seal. And then she's ready to uh, rejoin everyone downstairs. Okay. Vlad is love. What are you doing? Well, I would like to do it. The the scene pans over to a, a a room and steam coming out of the bathroom, and the camera goes in there, and there's a tiefling leg sitting up, and he's just scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing <laughs> and scrubbing. And he he's actually doing some uh, some horn maintenance. He's not had a chance to properly clean his horns. Okay. And uh, I I would like to actually um, hijack your description for a moment because what I think would be great is a scene with uh, you and a towel on your head all wrapped up. And, and the horns uh, like also up. yeah the horns gonna, also with servants giving you a mani pedi mm-hmm. yeah that'll work yeah. spot A for Vlada's love that'll work and uh, and once that once that's done it's like pretty tiefling mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty pretty tiefling um, after that's done he's going to look for the you very pretty he's gonna have You're a fashion montage tiefling? he's gonna try out all the outfits there mm-hmm. he probably ends up trying on a few dresses because he doesn't know what. Uh, yeah, there's three servants. Uh, they're giving you a thumbs up or a thumbs down or what they think. They're, they're now you're like your bridesmaid Black team arms, or something. Nine out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Not one on the end five. But I'll find some uh, some Miss Port fineries uh, more appropriate to the to the situation and, and put those on. Mm-hmm. I think you would look dashing in a Miss Port tuxedo. Then that's what I use. Ooh. They do have. Uh, yeah, uh, the general style of of Miss Port. There are uh, there are tuxedos. There are nice uh, suits. Those are those are definitely some styles that are going on in Mistport. Pants suits and things like that. Oh no, no, the idea of like a suit, like a tux, maybe with like a like a penguin uh, bat coat. Yeah, a lot of the style is almost uh, very late eighteen hundreds American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's happening. Yeah, and because Mistport, by the way, is uh, but I have to get a hole cut out in the pants so tail can fit out. 
Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Taylor's on call. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam's definitely cutting in with the description on this because Mistport has been kind of like our back and forth. Like we've been building it as we've been making uh, season the seasons go on. So it's it's kind of fun making up Mistport as we go. So it's canon at this point that we have tuxedos and, and suits. I think that's fun. So it's there. Oh, his hair's totally slicked back now. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. So it got sort of a Rhett Butler thing going on? Yep. Oh, yeah. Maybe a long cigar thing or a long uh, cigarette thing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. But he does have a flower in his, his lapel. All right. Yes. To it. Flowered lapel. Love it. Nice. Matilda, you and Sarah go pick out a, uh, a, a room in the palace? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like get all cleaned up and start picking out clothing and everything. And along the way, Matilda is trying to um, explain some surface world social systems to Sarath. And also some of her um, sort of generalized uh, dislike for them. Okay. Um, partly because of the way she was raised, you know, sort of isolated in this, you know, red mage enclave or whatever like this is way um, too fancy you ain't a this, fancy girl it's well it's just weird to her you know like it's nice like these are fancy clothes and fancy fabrics and nice stuff and it's all really cool but at the same time you know what she knows about um you know Missport is for the most part an exception and it's people who are well taken care of but a lot of other um you know cities and, and kingdoms and everything have used those social systems to oppress uh, the lower classes and particularly as a grave robber you know everybody rots the same mm-hmm. um so yeah. she has kind of a different different viewpoint everybody rots the same everyone rots the same hashtag um, matilda yeah yeah if that's not a yeah. merchandise yeah. opportunity I don't everybody know rots the same that's all i remember that i put it on a shirt somewhere. um so that's that's kind of also tied into her uh sort of dislike for these these class um barriers and that's why she's unimpressed by the Right. By the knighthood Cause, and cause, whatever. And, and even Mistport has, like, they have rituals before rituals that go after rituals and things right. that are just, like, yeah. you bow for this, you eat a, yeah. a banana, and then, yeah, you yeah, so turn she's... three times, apparently. Hey, yeah. don't, don't you mock a classic banana ceremony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's integral to our culture. You know, so she the knows... pudding it. is not going to taste right if you don't do it right. Exactly. She knows Same. a lot of history. She knows a lot of culture kind of stuff. So she's trying to give Sarah a, a crash course in all of this. Um, while simultaneously rolling her rolling her eyes at it, and but I'm sure uh, Sarah is no stranger to pomp and circumstance. It comes no, to dark elven culture. They're... Yeah, no, it's actually um, outside of just the words you use, like titles you use. Mm-hmm. He's starting to kind of give like no, because uh, one thing that uh, you do notice is that servants do just come into your room and they just like they're expected to help you out, and uh, you may talk, you can talk freely about private things, but a servant can always be there, you know, yeah. um, if you want. So he's he's used to things like that, only they were always manservants for the uh, for the matriarchs of, right. of the Drow society. And here there are probably a whole lot more lady servants. So yeah, he's no stranger to uh, to pomp, like, right. class war, that kind of thing. Yeah, but, so uh, different names, but concepts he's familiar with. Yeah, he's not completely alien to it all. Yeah. And uh, he gets ready too. He wants mm-hmm. to uh, make sure he puts on a, a nice, fine. I'm gonna say a, a nice suit. Yeah, I'm not. Still has his goggles on, but he has a, a suit, and he's gonna slick his white hair back. Yeah. Oh, maybe a, maybe an ascot. All right, an De- ascot. Yeah, he an, needs an ascot. He's he's got Definitely. an ascot. Yeah. He's got yeah. long hair too, right? Yeah. So Super long hair. Maybe a, maybe a low ponytail. A low ponytail or nice. a velvet ribbon. Yeah, velvet ribbon. He looks he looks swanky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. He's he's uh he he he's like gonna pull into the award ceremony like mm-hmm. looking pretty good at yeah. this point. Oh yeah. He's gonna he's gonna win an Oscar. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matilda yeah. has a more difficult time picking out clothing, um because uh, she's she's looking at it and she likes all the nice fabrics and the shiny things. It's very pretty. She likes pretty things. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's very fond of Sarah. He's very pretty. <laughs> he is a very pretty man. <laughs> he's a very pretty man. But uh, at the same time, she's also, she can't help uh, her, her background. And she's like trying to think about, you know, practical aspects of the clothing too. It's like, she probably just wears what she, she's been wearing the entire time anyways. Just like, I, I look good. If Tiri yeah, comes out, pants? can the timing work that when Tiri comes out of her room, uh, Sarah is already ready yeah. and kind of mm-hmm. goes out to his own, goes downstairs or whatever yeah. to, to leave her to go in. Yeah. Uh, so Terry will go, you know. Yeah. 
you want some help? Yes. <laughs> I thought you might be, well, yes. To put it delicately, a little out of your yes. <laughs> Please help. Well, I don't even know how this goes on. <laughs> so Terry's gonna like help lace corsity. Kind of, we'll pick out a um, probably a shade of red. Okay. I like red. Red looks good with your skin. Thank you. How do you want your hair? Uh, it's. I mean, right, okay. this is what it I've does. It. <laughs> and I'll, because uh, it's short. Uh, Terry will. Um, it's super she, curly. She, yeah, she'll. Uh, Maybe a Star hair. Wars princess weird hair thing where it's just like buns and and cones. And well, she it's real short, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's it's actually medium no, no, length. No. It's just super curly, so it always goes up. I like the... you just heat up your sword just enough to make it like a flat iron. <laughs> into the like the. <laughs> For just parts the, of it, I'll, I'll give her like curly, two, like two ponytail. Little, two, two little buns. Okay. On the top, and so the rest of it does like the curly poof, like Hermione. Okay. All right. Or just the single. I, I trust it. your judgment. Yeah, I'll I'll throw some elven flair on it, and 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 she'll have just like one ringlet. Oh. That comes loose. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. Nice. I uh, like that. Just just that one, right right on the side of the face. Oh. I, I love this bonding moment they're having. It's <laughs> great. Nice. Super high fashion. I got pretty. Yeah. <laughs> As you're doing Thank that, you, you start hearing this music softly coming down the hallway. It sounds like a, like somebody's playing a lute really quickly with a low thing. And if you look outside, you'll see Vladislav walking in slow motion like Reservoir Dogs down the hallway. Oh, Nobody else is around him. He's just doing this for himself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Right, so, Victor, what do you want to be doing? Uh, uh, we were going to have a chat with Jacob yeah. while everybody was getting ready. Absolutely. Everyone's getting ready. So while everyone is doing that scene... Um, uh, Jacob pulls you into his <clears throat> private chambers. Mm-hmm. Please sit down, brother. Absolutely. Now tell me what is going on. Where have you been? Are you okay, first and foremost? I'm fine. Uh, a little harried, but uh, it's been uh, been more than a month since I got out of those caves, and I'm feeling much better now. I was. Uh, uh, I was on an expedition, and I had been kidnapped and placed in a dark elven prison. And uh, my God, it was. He sets uh, a mint julep in front of you. <laughs> Thank you. And he uh, starts making himself just something with whiskey. Mm-hmm. It was uh, most inconvenient. That but... sounds terrifying and inconvenient. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it was. But with the uh, the assistance of um, my. Uh, my strange gnomish companion, uh, you may recall, Grit Tough and Stuff. I remember from the... He started up the uh, Luton Dagger Mercenary Company that you were in for a, a brief time. Correct. Well, that unfortunately dissolved rather quickly with, uh, with our kidnapping. It was uh, hard to arrange and uh, execute contracts while imprisoned. I'm sure he still tried knowing that little fellow. <laughs> well, he, a great he, business acumen, if I do say so myself. I, I, indeed, but he seemed to have uh, somehow been unexpectedly teleported to another realm. I never Excuse did me, quite... hold on. What? Well, you know how it goes. Oh, but, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I do. But I'm, I'm not quite sure what happened to him after that. But uh, shortly after, that's when I uh, came across uh, Vladislav, who had uh, been, uh, as far as I can tell, gambling in some uh, other planar casino or maybe a house of ill repute. I'm not quite sure. But he showed up, and uh, he made a made a fine companion, if a little bit nonsensical from time to time. And uh, yeah, Is he stable? I have no idea, All right. but uh, he hasn't you, killed me yet. Do you trust him? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't given me any particular reason. Otherwise, I'll take his 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 sirship away. <laughs> no, no, he has he has been quite reliable. All right. Uh, along with the, in the ca- cage when I first awoke was Matilda, and uh, keep an eye on her. But she seems to be good people. More guards at her? Uh... No. No. Well, not conspicuously. Certainly not. No. But uh, and that's around the time we came across of Vladislav is when we met Miss Tierra. Now she is very good people, very All trustworthy. Right. But uh, anyway, I have a high regard for the uh, the Sun Elves. Indeed, they never treated us wrong. That we know of, but no, that's uh, that's inappropriate. No, uh, I no, thought I was the paranoid <laughs> one. What happened to you down there? Uh, well, there were these mutant cave babies. It was. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Oh, these grotesque little creatures that would just giggle and eat you. It was, uh, mm, again, 
Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe you should go see uh, a doctor? Oh, I'm very sure I should. The one that can, um, mm-hmm. that talks to you about your oh, problems. Oh, yes, that would be very nice. You it should was, do that immediately, I think. Well, I'd like to change, maybe have a nice dinner first. All right. but, uh, but definitely before anything else gets done of importance. But, um, no, uh, but while we were down there, uh, there seemed to be uh, quite a big problem with um, uh, horrifically powerful demon lords walking the underdark. Uh, came across uh, the being uh, sometimes re- referred to as the Demogorgon. Saw him right in his eyes. That was unfortunate. Killed an entire town of mad fishmen. It was uh, grotesque. They smelled delicious, I want you but to the horror. <laughs> And he, and he just actually, he, he just takes the rest of his whiskey and, whiskey and takes an entire shot, <laughs> sets it down, and takes the uh, whiskey bottle and just starts drinking straight from that. Sure, sure. Uh, we he also... says Daniel Jack's on it, on the whiskey bottle, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, now, do you hear yourself? Oh, yeah, I lived, I lived it. I was there. No, I don't know how it sounds, but right. imagine how much more worse it was to be there and see it in person. No, I, I understand. Also, we, we did destroy a wedding dress of uh, the, the, the demon leader Zutmoor as she was trying to marry a planet-sized fungus. It was, um, man, that was awkward. When you say that out loud, do you hear yourself mm-hmm. saying it out loud? I'm just wondering. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe yeah. you, by the way, yeah, because we you. see a lot of demons. Sure. Well, I'm just uh, letting you understand why there are so many demons uh, running around, why there's a problem. But aside from that, the point is uh, lots of demons. We got out okay. Uh, but but there are repercussions even here on the surface. I couldn't help but notice as I came in that uh, we, we are, are tending to some guests. We are in dire times. In fact, I will be leaving out. I'll be leaving out soon in order to uh, talk to the other major cities mm. as we uh, come up with some kind of plan. There are exactly. a lot of refugees, not just here, but out in Waterdeep. Maybe. There are some out in Neverwinter. They're coming out from everywhere. Just any old cave or opening and cults have been popping up now and actually feel like they've been breathed magical power into these cult leaders. Yeah. There's, there's an evil right. that is just finding strength in the lands, and uh, I have to go consult with some of the other of the other leaders to see what kind of plan we can come up with. And uh, I assume you have, but circumstances require me to inquire. I'm sure you have uh, gathered a strong enough guard to uh, protect you in your travels. Keeping some elite guards here, but mm. not enough. I have had many attempts on my life and our family's lives as of recent. Like something has just been trying to take down our family. I'm not something surprised. of a like with a vengeance. So every one of the Sinclairs has had extra elite guards on them, and I will be taking a good battlement of forces. Excellent. So I need but you. But the meetings safe. must happen. You must. Uh, there must be word of the leadership of these lands to determine the course of action. Whereas you know how Missport treats uh, everyone and wants to make sure everyone is has a home and is fed and there's a rebuilding effort. Uh, my other, my other leaders out there with their kingdoms, they don't quite see it as well as I do. That that is as important. So it is my duty. Mm, for Missport and for well, our way, way of, of life. life. Absolutely. Indeed. Now, for the time being, in the immediacy, is there enough food to feed these guests? We have, we have enough food for a while. Maybe, maybe a month before every bit of our surplus is out. And uh, new farms being established? Absolutely, new farms are being established. But it feels like in some of the, the best farm lands, that is where some of the demons have come out. And uh, people are scared to go back to their homes. I see. Some farmers are scared to go back and farm. It has been We're rough. running low on the guards to post and protect these areas. I've actually uh, put some funds out for adventurers to farm if you can believe it, because those are the ones that can actually find, fend off some of these demons, but resources are starting to dwindle, but I'm hoping that, hoping I can find something with the alliances we're trying to forge. Indeed, well, it seems that uh, my arrival was very timely indeed. I'm glad I saw you before you headed out. Absolutely. As I'm gone, now that you're here, I, I would like for you to just keep an eye on Mistport. I trust you 
more than I trust anyone else. I'll do my absolute best. Uh, so uh, before that happens, of course, let me uh, let me change, eat, get myself cleaned up, and maybe talk to that doctor a little well, bit. We are not heathens. Indeed. Glad to have you back, brother. Oh, very much likewise. I'll give a, another big assault, hug. Yeah, another big hug. And he, he, like, stands back from you, puts his hand on your shoulders, like, I wish I didn't have to leave so soon with you, come, with you uh, coming back to our home. I'm glad I got to see you at all. If there's anything you can do to help out, obviously I know you will. I can't stop you, but I'd <laughs> like to just chain you up in this, in this castle so you're safe. <laughs> but what good would I be then? No good. No good at all. So, duty calls. Absolutely. I'll see you at dinner? Yeah, celebration dinner. Excellent. And uh, I'll go to my chambers, take off my uh, all of my armor, and uh, put myself in some fineries. Mm-hmm. Get, uh, my hair all slicked back, get myself a nice shave, and uh, put on a nice suit. All right. I love it. As I'm finishing Matilda's hair, we're about ready to walk out. So, ready? Yeah. Do you think this dress is alright? I think you look great. You look fantastic. Do you think Jacob will think so? Uh, yeah. He was already kind of giving you the eyes. He's very handsome. Yeah. Do you think Victor would give me shit over it? Probably. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So I should go for it then? Yeah. Alright, let's go. Okay. We'll walk out and head down to dinner. Sarah's <laughs> still walking down the hall really slowly. Sarah, what is uh, What are you doing? Come on. I am feeling myself currently. Um. <laughs> no, not like that. That is strange, <laughs> Sarah says, because I do not see you feeling yourself. You seem to be just strutting back yeah. and forth slowly. Is, is there something wrong with you? It's a slow walk. You? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. Should we all slow walk? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, we all let's slow, slow walk down to, walk to the. I, I, I close and match pace with them. <laughs> um, at this point, I would like to cross the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the there's obviously some kind of music now being played from the dining hall that you can hear, and it sound and it goes into this like uh, the movie moment. You guys walking slowly, and there's some lutes and like. Epic. But it sounds like nice, elegant music in the background, but there's definitely some, like, oh, drums going with on. with Doves Cry. Doves <laughs> Cry. It's a good song. Oh, yeah. And I just walk across the hallway and see everyone in slow-mo. Yeah. Yeah. Join us, Victor. E- evening, everyone. <laughs> are we, are we, uh, we are we feeling okay? We are feeling ourselves. Oh, I see. We are strutting our stuff. Victor, oh. would you like to join? Well, I don't see any reason why not. (laughs) (laughs) I'll step in line and start slow walking. Dagger crew. Demons look at us like the hell do I do? No fiends too tall, no hero too short. Every ride financed by a platinum bodied horse. Hunting evil like a ball and bounty hunter. Friends of the cause come with the thunder. Whips like a bailer from the nine hells. Spitting narrative like poison from the shadow fell. Always a party, always started by a half drunken, half naked, half ling shoddy. In the dirty south. We roll like we got nothing to lose in the dirty sound. We roll like we got nothing to lose. I say we go to Waffle House, get ourselves some hash browns and listen to our friends. North by Northquest, Little Red Dot, Mage Productions, Remfar, Gluttonous Geek, Ohio Yeti, David Powers, Dire Foxy Corn. Take an initiative.